When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Welcome to the first installment of the 2023 49ers roster countdown. And it was a 90-man series last year. This year it's 91. We, we kind of mixed it up a little bit because the Niners actually have 91 players on their roster this year because they have a roster exemption, um, the International Player Program. And that's who we're going to start out with today who I'm just going to be really, really honest up front. This dude is... He's turned into a locker room favorite, a coach's favorite, a player's favorite. Um, not really much of an impact on the field. We'll get through all of that. But that's Alfredo Gutierrez, who comes in at player number 91 on this 91-player roster countdown. Um, shout out to our executive producer, Clayton, on this episode. Did a lot, a lot of research and just crushed it. Now, this is the third season of Alfredo Gutierrez being a part of the 49ers. Last year... We had him at number 84. He's fallen back a little bit. Um, the way that we did this is all five of our producers ranked 1 through 91, the entire roster. Alfredo Gutierrez came in with a combined score of 448. Um, and that was last place there, so we bumped him there. Um, offensive lineman, big number 77. He's a big cat. Six foot nine. 332 pounds, just turned 27 not too long ago, so entering into his third season. Now, he was born in Tijuana, Mexico. He went to Tecnologico de Monterey, just across the border uh, from the United States, and you know, it's interesting. Grew up playing youth uh, football in Mexico before he moved to the United States. And when he graduated high school, he enrolled in junior college and then went back to Mexico and then joined there, um, you know, te uh, Tecnologico de Monterey on a fo full athletic scholarship. Like this dude can play football. Can he play football at the NFL level? that's a different kind of conversation. Now, he did win the national championship for them in 2019, which is great. And then the International Player Pathway Program, which, you know, what the NFL is doing is they're taking a different division each year and giving them an additional player from a different place. I think Germany was one of the years, and then, you know, they're just picking all these different places where they can highlight and expanding their reach. This is a wonderful thing. Do I think that he is a player that's going to make the 53-man roster? No, I have him at number 91. But the international impact that this makes on players from the areas they're in and the connections that grow from there, paramount, incredible. Um, all positives, no negatives. It's not like he's taking a job from somebody else or anything along those lines. No, this is a positive, 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 positive. And we got to see some of those things last year. Now, if we go back to where he kind of fell in love with football and all those things, his father played football, um, his brother and cousins as well. And what would happen is, you know, they were so close to the border, the Chargers were the closest program or NFL team from them. So they would go up, go to Chargers game. Now, it was important that when he was interviewed, he said that even though he went to a lot of Chargers game, he never really was a fan of them growing up. Um, and whenever he was a kid, he played running back. 
it got too big for that too soon. He did say he tried to model his game after Ladanian Tomlinson, which is awesome, being that he eventually became six foot nine, three thirty two. <laughs> but of uh, anyway, offensive line, it was very clear that's where he was going to be, and. You know, last year got his very first snaps, his second year in the league. And again, preseason snaps. So to put this into kind of perspective on the the plane, he got to play five snaps in the game. That's it, in a preseason game. One preseason game in two years, five total snaps. Now, whenever he was asked about that, he said, quote, those four plays I have are still in my head. I don't want to miss those moments. They are the happiest moments in my life, end quote, Incredible. This was week two of 2022 preseason against the Vikings. He played four offensive snaps, all run blocking snaps, finished with a 58.9 grade on those four plays, and then one extra point snap. Um, and probably one of the coolest things is after that, Shanahan rewarded him with one of the game balls of the preseason, uh, which is so cool. And whenever they gave it to him, the entire locker room just went bananas. And, I, I mean, the main reason for that is, you know, you're talking about somebody that, you know, overcame some obstacles, to say the least. And so he has turned himself into, I mean, he is just a super nice guy. You'll never find anybody say anything bad about him or anything about that. Uh, he, he, he says, you know, everybody in the locker room is my best friend. And he operates that way. Hard worker, practice squad guy, you know, that just – takes a brunt in he's an extra kind of like you know just body out there but positive 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 and has just turned into one of those guys that everybody loves on this team coaching staff players everybody does now last year probably one of my favorite moments as a 49ers fan content whatever i don't i don't know what to call myself the game in mexico um blew out the cardinals was incredible and again if you want to know how much this team values Alfredo. They let him and Fred Warner lead the team out of the tunnel at Studio Azteca. And he wasn't even suited out. But this is the impact that he has had on this team. Um, and it was it was awesome because where Wayne, I was there with Wayne, where we were sitting was exact opposite of the tunnel, so we could see it clear as day when they were coming out. And it was just so cool. You know, the, the fans there went crazy anyway, but it just seeing, you know, Alfredo come out wearing his big old jersey 77, even though he wasn't in pads, it meant a lot to the people there. And I think it meant a lot to him. He's such an awesome guy. And I think he just continues to develop. Don't think that he makes this. You look at the offensive tackle depth, right, top to bottom, and this is not a guard. He's a tackle and tackle only. Trent Williams, Colton McKivitz, Matt Pryor, Jalen Moore, Nick Zakil, undrafted free agent Joey Fisher. He's got to pass all those guys. And I think that he is firmly way behind all of those guys on the depth chart. But that's okay. This is huge for him. One, the connection. Perhaps he gets into coaching. Perhaps he goes back home and starts a program. Who knows? The impact that this will have long term. That is why we were spending time talking about Alfredo Gutierrez, who's just an amazing human, amazing part of this team, even if it doesn't contribute itself into playing time during the season. But I'm so happy to start with this guy because it sets the stage. Culture. The, the culture of this team, it's unbelievable. People want to be here. People fight to be here. It's a dream just to be involved with the locker room. 
And Alfredo Gutierrez is a great dude. Happy to have him. And he's going to finish 91 on our 49ers 2023 roster countdown. And if you haven't yet, we're going to keep doing this all the way down to one. So keep a lookout for these. It's going to be a lot of fun. Really appreciate it. Good job, Clayton, the executive producer of this show, uh, this edition. And until next time, man. Ooh, this is fun. Number 91. Alfredo Gutierrez. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. All right, we are now to number 90 on the 49ers 2023 roster countdown. And Marlon Davidson, one of the newest 49er, just added recently. Um, shout out to Brian White, the executive producer of this show, doing all the research and did a heck of a job. Marlon Davidson's the newest guy. Now, he's weird. He's an in-between prospect as a edge slash defensive tackle i always thought he was going to be a defensive tackle whenever i jump into my pre-draft write-up on him uh, it just made sense he's 63303 okay he wants to be a linebacker you go to his college tape which he played at auburn um it was hilarious because he was a middle linebacker at like 290 pounds <laughs> but he's just such a freak athlete and he's just got an insane motor probably my favorite thing about him is just all-out effort all the freaking time, and it showed in college, even in the NFL, which he has not done well at, uh, just be very, very honest, but he's a 5.0440 yard dash at 300 pounds, that's pretty good, but man, he just plays so hard, all the time, all the time, now, what I want to do today is kind of go back to his college, his high school, who he is as a person, because the NFL has not worked out, let's just be very, very blunt, and there is a pretty strong possibility that this could be one of his last spots because if you can't succeed here then I think it's kind of gonna be done uh it, it, it just kind of what it is because he's going into his fourth year he's only played two years last year knee injuries we'll detail that in the timeline and all those things why I'm not too concerned about the knee issue but he just has not been productive when he's on the field okay so now let, let's let's jump in the DeLorean and let's get to know this guy and who he is and why he was valued so high as a second-round pick. It didn't take long. He was a five-star prospect coming out of high school um, to, you know, quote, it's his blend of power and quickness with this 6'3", 260-pound frame, end quote. He was an edge guy. Everybody thought he was going to be an edge guy. And that was one of the college recruiting sites that put that out there. But they thought he was going to be a strong side defensive end. He just kept getting bigger, 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 bigger. He doesn't have bad weight. He re he's just a big frame dude, you know, Alabama boy, all that kind of stuff. Never had long arms, but he's very heavy handed. Um, he just, he's, he doesn't have, he's not built for a certain spot. He, he's, he's a better football player than he is a defensive tackle or a defensive end or an off ball linebacker. And he's just got certain traits that kind of put him all over the place. Just to be really honest with you. And he came out of high school. He was the number two strong side defensive end in the entire country. Um, he was ranked one spot ahead of Quinnen Williams and one spot behind his high school teammate, Mac Wilson. 
um, who was drafted. Eventually, he became a linebacker. He plays for the Browns currently. Now, he was a multi-sport stud, uh, just an absolute stud. Uh, he helped his team in Alabama, GW Carver High School in Montgomery, Alabama. It led them, you know, one of the players led them to a 2015 um, 6A state championship in basketball. Like this dude, 6A is no joke in Alabama basketball, just so you understand, was just a beast. Now, after that, tragedy kind of struck. His mother passed away, um, and then he had to relocate back to Greenville, where in Al- Greenville, Alabama, where he used to live, uh, not near as a powerhouse type place you know whatever but he had already gotten the recognition of so many people uh chose to give up basketball his senior year just focus on football five-star recruit you know he was up there chose auburn goes to auburn does well graduated uh which is awesome in 2019 and a liberal i believe it was liberal studies degree um and he chose to go to Auburn because his older brother, Ken Carter, played there earlier. And now Ken Carter, his brother, is actually a coaching assistant on Auburn's staff. And so Auburn's pretty I mean, pretty thick in the family, which is really, really cool. Um, and so Marlon graduated in 2019, then went and played in the Senior Bowl. I can, I can never stress this enough. Shanahan, John Lynch, Adam Peters, all of them, resounding Senior Bowl so important to them. Even if they don't draft you, he got on the radar for the 49ers at that time. So now let's jump. Okay, let's pivot. I'm going to read part of my draft right up on him in 2020. Okay, that's whenever he got drafted, second round. Uh, he went pick 47 to the Falcons. This is my draft right up before he ever played one snap in the NFL, and then we'll see how close we were. But more importantly than that, I, I just think it tells us this is who he was and who the Niners saw him to be, I, I think. is Man, he was a four-year starter. He's the He started as a true freshman on the defensive line in Auburn. The very first freshman to have that happen since 1985. Rare traits, rare ability, and he was all over the place. Four-year starter. He had 28 tackles for loss, 14 and a half sacks, nine passes defensed. Three forced fumbles, three fumble record, uh, recoveries. I mean, he was just all over the place. He had three block kicks in one year alone. Like, he's he's a player. Now, here's what I said. I said, played on the edge for four years, but lacks the bend to be edge in the NFL. I think he's going to be an interior guy for most teams. Um, looks funny. He, he, he wore jersey number three, which is pretty fire. Um, and so he wore jersey three, was about 300 pounds, and stood up playing linebacker. Like, it was just fun. I put this, the more I watch, the more I like. Really good hips. Um, if he dropped 20 pounds, he could play edge. I don't think that's where he's got to be. Power player, incredible motor, very good motor. I kept, as I watched him, just motor, 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 motor. Kuserik loves these guys, right? It's, it's kind of a Kerry Hyder type player that's going to be even more inside. He could play some outside, but I doubt that. Um, my player comp with was Robert Gathers with more size. I had a late second, early third round grade on him. Um, he was a team captain. That's huge. So senior bowl, check. Team captain, check. Elite pedigree, check, right? He, he's got all those things going in his favor. Now, he gets drafted by the Falcons. They've been dying for good defensive line depth. They just can't get it, and this didn't work out. He comes in 2020, his rookie year. He played in eight games. Really couldn't even get a stat. He struggled with pretty much everything. You know, I'm, I'm looking at his 
you know, snaps on pro football focus. He had 132 snaps his rookie year. Not good. And zero pressures as a defensive lineman. Not great. So no pressures. Terrible rookie year, just to be honest with you. Um, then he comes back 2021, got 270 snaps, registered four pressures, still really, really bad, had one sack. Um, probably his his best play by far, um, 2021, he had a pick six against Tom Brady, which Tom Brady's pretty damn hard to you know intercept. Had a pick six against him whenever he was on the Bucks, And so that's kind of what you can hang your hat on, but his stats are terrible. One sack, <laughs> like – he one quarterback hit, one tackle for loss. That's it. And he's played over, you know, 300 snaps in the NFL. Just has not put anything up there. So he's got to show something. If he washes out here, I think it could almost be done. I really, really, and I hate to say that. Like, I, I pull for everybody. I'm not rooting against anybody. But I'm telling you right now, the, the only reason why he was brought in is because of the pedigree, second-round pick. We'll see. He might get one more chance after this. But... Last year, 2022, he missed weeks one and two because of a knee strain. It was a grade one knee strain. Wouldn't get better, wouldn't get better. Went in for arthroscopic, I can never say that, arthroscopic surgery, um, you know, which isn't usually the end of the world. Can take like four to eight weeks, whatever. But on a back-end roster guy, that's all it took. And so they kept him around for six weeks. And October 25th, they released him. So you draft a guy in the second round. He's only started one game, one game. He's played in 19, but the injury was just too much, and they were just like, you know what? We're moving on. The good news is he had his surgery in September September 1st of 2022, so he will be a full year past that. It's not an ACL. It wasn't that. So should be good. I'm sure the Niners took him through a physical, all those things. The Niners signed him May 8th, 2023. Uh, most recent edition, really, um, and we're gonna have to see what it looks like now. All right, let's 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 talk about what is Marlon Davidson's role with the 49ers. He's gonna have to make a splash early. I'm just gonna be really, really honest with you. Now, what, what's weird is there's not a lot of defensive linemen on this team because it's so stacked on who's gonna make it, like. We're, we're low on numbers. We have way too many wide receivers, but whatever. Why would you want to come here if you were a defensive tackle? Because it's almost impossible to break this roster. L l last year, they were keeping five defensive tackles active on the 53. Then last year, they bumped it up to six and took away Drake Jackson in the end, right? So do the Niners go back to the historical, okay, we're keeping five defensive tackles, or do they stick with this new movement of keeping six? Well, okay, let's give you the five or the six, right? Javon Hargrave, uh, Eric Armstead, locks, guaranteed starters, whatever. Um, Javon Kinlaw, Kevin Givens, Kalia Davis. That's five. Now, Kalia Davis hasn't played one snap, redshirted last year, but he's going to get a shot. We'll see. I mean, he might not pan out. Definitely a case. But that's five. If Kalia Davis doesn't make it, T.Y. McGill, who played great snaps you know, for us last year, experienced, veteran, solid, not going to be amazing, but you know what you're going to get. He would be that sixth guy. Then you got Alex Barrett, who's been a career <laughs> practice squad guy that can play inside out, provides versatility. 
the coaches love Alex Bear, so that's hard to pass him. You bring in undrafted free agent Spencer Wage out of North Dakota State. He can kind of, again, versatility guy inside, outside. And then you got Marlon Davidson. We got him number 90 on our roster countdown. One, because he's the most recent, but two, I don't understand how he's going to crack this lineup. And if he doesn't, it's kind of the beginning of the end, which breaks my heart. I hope he freaking figures it out. He's going to have to have injuries. And a lot of these guys on the back end, you're going to keep hearing me say this, there's a reason why they're ranked this low. There's a reason. He's got to show something that he has not shown in three years. He's got to. Hopefully the new team fit. Hopefully Kucerik, you know, gets his hands on him, and we'll see. But outside of injuries, I think the best-case scenario for him is practice squad. That's best case. The Niners will have to see something that says, you know what? He's got something we love. We just got to get it out, and it's not there yet. So best case for Marlon Davidson is put some good film on tape during preseason, during training camp, during inter-squad game, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. That's his best case. Maybe land on a practice squad somewhere, then eventually get an opportunity due to injuries or whatever else. That's it. So Marlon Davidson, welcome to the faithful baby. Glad to have you on the roster you showed glimpses a lot. You didn't show glimpses. You were consistently great in college at Auburn. You just got to tap into that. Delete Atlanta. <laughs> we were throwing that away. We need Marlon Davidson from Auburn, not the one with the Atlanta Falcons. So, again, thank you, Brian White, executive producer of this show. And there we go. Another one down, number 90, um, on our 91 <laughs> 49ers 2023 roster countdown.